This is Jones Financial Talk with Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Nick provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Nick Jones. Well, hello and welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Listeners, as always, if you'd like more information about what you hear on our show today, you can give us a call at 541-773-9567 or go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. Lots of listeners tell me there's tons of great information on there, including clicking on the radio page and downloading this program on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And um, other requests that you might have can easily just be made to us right through that website. Now, today we're going to be talking a little bit about Social Security survivor benefits. And, you know, although Social Security was initially conceived as a source of a essential retirement income for American workers, the program has broadened to provide financial protection for many families. And four years after its birth, President Franklin Roosevelt signed this legislation that provided benefits to widows and minor children. And through the years, it's been revamped a couple of different times, and now it covers both widows and widowers, as well as divorced spouses. Now, Social Security survivor benefits currently cover about 6 million Americans. That is one out of every 11 Social Security recipients. And these payments are often calculated using the deceased loved one's lifetime earnings. Uh, Oddly enough, I've been talking a lot about this lately with some of my clients, and so I wanted to bring in uh, my co-host, Tony Shore, to help us kind of explore this topic more today. Well, yeah, it's a timely one because I know as a fact that you've had a number of conversations about this recently with uh, some of your key clients and some of our listeners out there. Uh, It's uh, kind of a coincidence that uh, they called and we had this topic planned Uh, But you're right. A lot of people don't understand how survivor benefits work with Social Security. And if they did before they filed for Social Security, it might make a huge difference in when they file and how they coordinate that. So uh, this is a really important topic. Listeners, even if you're not of Social Security age or even if you've recently filed, uh, you want to hear this uh, conversation. And this is an important one. So Stay tuned for that. But first, Nick, I wanted to thank you for having me on the show. I really love doing this with you each week because we usually have fun. Uh, Sometimes we talk about really serious topics, but they really can help people. And I've found that out recently, just dealing with my grandfather's passing and my mom and dad and my mom's in long-term care. So, and my kids are entering college. So I'm part of that sandwich generation where uh, plus, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting older. I'd like to pretend I don't age. You know, I'm not ever. You're not a spring chicken is what you're saying, Tony? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't use the word old yet. But, uh, you know, we, we all have to plan for these things. And it's never too soon to start planning. So I'm good. How have you been, though? I know you've been really busy, haven't you? I have been, you know, and um, Tony, you bring up some great points. You know, I mean, in my opinion, education is just so key uh, with everything financial. You know, I mean, after after relationships that you have in your family and your own health, money, 
And the way that you um, think about it obviously is at the top of most people's lists. And so, you know, preparing for our show and thinking through that, um, I just really, really like to add some education to our clients. And this is one of those, you know, mediums that we're able to use. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a good show today. Yeah, Tony. I think so, too. And we we've talked a lot about Social Security on past shows, but it's generally at a high level and overview. So I'm glad we have a chance to really dig into a part of so, so, uh, a part of it a part of social security like we're going to today. Yeah. And you know, the first thing I'd say about survivor benefits is you can become eligible uh, at the age of 60. And there are also some circumstances in which you can begin taking some survivor benefits before the age of 60. Wow. So that's something right yeah, there. So I bet a lot of people didn't know. De definitely. Definitely. And uh, I have run into this multiple times with our current clients. Now, surviving spouses may be able to start taking benefits as early as the age of 50 if they are disabled or if at any age they're caring for a child of a deceased beneficiary who is younger than 16 or is disabled, uh, according to, um, you know, the entitlement of the childhood benefits because of that. Sure. And Social Security, even under the best circumstances, it is a little like walking through a maze. There's a lot of deadlines, a lot of rules, regulations, nuances, different ages. Uh, to me, dealing with all this, especially the survivor benefits we're talking about today, makes it even more important to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, and you have Medicare specialists that work there in your office, correct? We I sure mean, do. Social sure security. Do. <laughs> Well, we do have Medicare yeah. specialists as well as Social right. Security, and we do have many different reports that we can run. You know, Tony, uh, I am um, never amazed on the conversations I'm having on a daily basis and how quickly things like Social Security uh, and taxation can change and how much of a detriment that can have on people if they're not if they're not thinking through it. And so, you know, kind of moving forward on this topic, though, you know, the next thing that you should know about Social Security benefits and survivor benefits is that there is no deadline to claim them, okay? And so that means that you don't have to feel pressure to apply for them within a set time period, uh, you know, at your partner's death, for instance. Um, in many cases, you can decide when you want to begin taking them or whether to even claim them at all. And so essentially, you can do whatever's best to fit your specific financial strategy and goals. And, you know, that said, um, you know, you should promptly report your partner's death to the Social Security Administration if that does occur. Now, funeral homes and similar entities will take care of the step for you most likely. But if they don't, you can call Social Security's national hotline to report the death um, or you can also report the death at your local Social Security office or even online at ssa.gov. Now, also note that reporting your partner's death may trigger a one-time death benefit for the surviving spouse. Currently, that's $255, and that payment is just a one-time payment that does not affect any future survivor benefits, Tony. Right, and, and I think the Social Security Administration I've read recommends that you do call the hotline that they have set up to report the death and then you'll get that benefit and it is beneficial to let them know that number is actually 800-772-1213 uh, again that's 800-772-1213 but don't do anything without working with a financial services professional like yourself first nick uh, they can just give you a call as well. Now, I have a question for you on this. Does the deceased person already have to be claiming their Social Security benefit in order for their surviving spouse to receive survivor benefits? 
great, great question. That comes up a lot. Now, Tony, you may begin collecting survivor benefits even if your spouse hadn't started claiming their benefits prior to their passing. And in this scenario, survivor benefits will often be based on the amount of your late spouse's full retirement benefits, which is the amount that they would have received, okay, if they would have waited to file at their full retirement age for their own Social Security. Uh, Currently, uh, the full retirement age is somewhere between 66 years and four months um, for those that were born in 1956, and then it gradually rises to the age of 67. Now, if the deceased spouse had worked past their full retirement age without filing for Social Security, then your survivor benefit actually grows to adequately reflect the delayed filing credits that the deceased spouse would have been entitled to. Yeah. Okay. And so when we talk about survivor benefits for their surviving spouse, that is uh, if I would pass away uh, and my wife's Social Security benefit was lower than mine, she could stop that and get my benefit, which is higher. Uh, That's exactly she could pick correct. one of the two. Uh, she's not going to be able to keep getting both mine and her full benefit, but she can get survivor benefits, which is what we're talking about, just to clarify. And I think that's really, really important. Um, I'm guessing that there's nuance, though, with regard to a late spouse's whole benefit amount, right? Yes, yes, there is. And and so let's dive into this a little bit deeper. Um, so widows and widowers are entitled to 100% of their late spouse's benefit if they claim the survivor benefit at their own full retirement age. Okay. And the full retirement age is different for survivor benefits and it's currently 66, but it will slowly rise to 67 during the next handful of years. Yeah. So what does that mean for those that file early? Okay. So at the age of 60, which is the soonest you can do this unless you have a disability, which we talked about, you may collect about 71% uh, of what your former spouse was receiving each month or would have been entitled to receive. And from there, that percentage goes up in stages for each month that you put off filing until your own full retirement age. Uh, I would say be aware that any reduction you face for taking benefits early is permanent. Okay. Um, but you, you'll also receive 71% if you claim benefits in your 50s uh, as a disabled surviving spouse. So that's the minimum uh, for those younger than 60 who claim survivor benefits because they're caring for a deceased, uh, deceased person's child. The percentage is actually fixed at 75%. And so the fact that these percentages vary based on your choices is just a great reason to work with somebody that has the resources like I do with Social Security maximization reports. Well, yeah, because you want to find your sweet spot. Let's say your spouse passes away. They were 65 and they had a higher benefit than you and you're only 60. You might think, wow, I should start taking their benefit. Uh, But you might want to wait until your full retirement age, depending on your financial situation, your family health medical history, your longevity expectations, things like that. There are a lot of things that go into these calculations. And I know you have a proprietary software that you use to run for your clients. And you can do that for our listeners as well called the Social Security Maximization Report, correct? For sure we do. This is something that comes up very, very often. Um, I spend lots of time in our review sessions talking about Social Security, all the nuances, how to calculate this, when to take the, uh, you know, your benefits, how it works. And so, yes, uh, lots of knowledge and information there that I'm happy to share. All right. That sounds great. Now, we're going to take a quick break here. 
Nick, do you have anything you want to add for our listeners before the break, like how they can get that report? Well, sure thing. Yeah, they can just go to our website, Tony, at jonesfinancialtalk.com, and they can actually request it right there. Uh, or they could call us uh, at the office at any time, 541-773-9567. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, Nick. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Nick Jones, after this. A 401k can be an important asset for many Americans' retirements. Its tax advantages and portability may enable workers to build sizable and important nest eggs, but its flexibility can also be costly if you aren't aware of potential mistakes. Feel free to request your guide to avoid 401k rollover mistakes today at our website, jonesfinancialtalk.com. Once again, that's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Jones and Associate Premier Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Welcome back, listeners, to Jones Financial Talk. This is Nick Jones from Jones and Associates. Once again, if you'd like more information about our topic today of Social Security, uh, you can go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or simply reach out to us at 541-773-9567. Now, during the show today, we've been looking into some of the things that you should know about Social Security survivor benefits, and there's so many details here. Um, I want to bring Tony back in and uh, start discussing some more of those. All right. That sounds great. I really appreciate it, Nick. And I think this has been a great discussion so far. Uh, during the first segment, again, you talked about a lot, uh, eligibility, time limits, varying benefit amounts based on your filing age. So what's next? So one of the key things about um, survivor benefits, Tony, is it is the one type of benefit that you cannot apply for online. Once again, cannot apply for. You can only apply for survivor benefits at your preferred social security office today, either in person or on the phone. Um, you can also contact the social security hotline that we talked about earlier, which is 800-772-1213. Uh, oddly, unlike many under other retirement and disability benefits, there isn't an online application option. Okay. And additionally, if you were already collecting spousal benefits prior to your partner's death, social security will automatically convert them to survivor benefits once they've been alerted about the death. Okay. Okay. So, uh, obviously I think a lot of us, even those of us who could reasonably be called older Americans, uh, <laughs> All right, I'm included. Okay. Uh, we've gotten used to doing the bulk of our financial paperwork online. So hopefully the Social Security provides an online application for survivor benefits soon. But in the meantime, I guess our listeners can work with someone like yourself and you can help them with this process, correct? Yes, yes, definitely we can. And you can always go on their website and request an appointment, which is what obviously I would recommend you doing, especially with how difficult it can oh, be yeah. to get into those offices, sure. you know, um, coming out of COVID here. Now, you know, the next thing to note, Tony, is you can't collect both a social uh, a social security survivor benefit and a, re and a retirement benefit at the same time. So if you're eligible for two different social security payments, like I just mentioned, both as a retiree and a survivor, um, social security is going to calculate which one of those payments is bigger and provide you with that amount, not both. Okay. And along those same lines, if you're in the unfortunate position of being a widowed twice, uh, you're, you aren't able to collect survivor benefits based on the earnings of both of your former spouses. Um, social security will simply provide 
whichever one is larger, okay? And and if your own retirement benefit is greater than either of the survivor benefits that we just mentioned, then you're going to get that amount, your current retirement benefit. So whichever is higher is what you're going to get. Okay. I guess it's good that you get whichever is higher. Uh, you can't double dip, though, unfortunately. <laughs> that would be handy. But uh, that's good information to know. I, and I don't think I've ever heard it broken down quite like that before. Thanks, Nick. Sure. Now, there is uh, another interesting wrinkle here, Tony, and you know that is that you can switch from one to the other. Okay, so often retirement and spousal benefits fall under a rule called deemed filing. And with deemed filing, uh, when you claim one benefit, you're considered to also be claiming the other benefit if you're eligible for both of them. Now, however, that's not the case when it comes to survivor benefits. If you aren't already receiving any social security benefits, you can apply for that and survivor benefits simultaneously. And again, you'll receive whichever is the larger of the two amounts, but you don't have to. And that provides you with some financial strategy flexibility for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're getting in the weeds a little bit. Give us an example of that. Okay, so here's a scenario that we can talk about. So let's say that your late spouse made significantly more money than you did during your life, okay? And um, here you may want to ponder claiming your retirement benefit first in order to have some Social Security income in the meantime, and then wait until your full retirement age to take the entire larger survivor benefit. Ah, uh, I okay. see. So you can claim on your own and then take your spouse's benefit later. I exactly, Tony. Now, you can also flip this example around if your retirement benefit would be larger. Okay. So certainly this is the part of the process that could get a little tricky. And so I definitely recommend you sitting down with somebody that's got all the intricacies of the system to help you figure this out. Right. And I know you guys, you know, you don't work for the government or the Social Security Administration, but your office does have people that uh, you've worked with Social Security and maximizing benefits for a long, long time and can help walk people through this. That is correct. That is correct. Now, one of the other things to talk about here, Tony, is a lot of people talk to me about divorces, right? And Yeah, or if they're remarried, it, right? Exactly. And divorces for sp specifically uh, don't just completely disqualify you. So if you were married to someone for a minimum of 10 years before you got a divorce, you may be entitled to survivor benefits based on um, that former spouse's earnings history when they die. So essentially the rules on age and payment amounts for a divorced spouse are identical to those for a widow or widower. And <clears throat> furthermore, taking benefits as a surviving ex-spouse does not affect survivor benefits paid to the widow or widower or vice versa. So for example, so you're not taking money away from someone. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're both, just entitled to those benefits as well, that exactly. And, and if both filed for social security at their full retirement age, both would qualify to receive a hundred percent of the late ex's benefit total. And th wow. th this is a great thing for people in that situation, but it also is a confusing thing. And one of the reasons why, you know, the system pays out more in some situations. Okay. So that leaves me with this question. That's if you're divorced, what happens if you remarry? Okay. So yeah, if you decide to walk back down the aisle, right, before you turn the age of 60, or if you're 50 and you're disabled, you no longer are eligible for survivor benefits based on a previous spouse's earning history. Ah, okay. okay. Now, if you regain eligibility 
you know, if your later marriage ends because of death or divorce. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. And so remarrying after those ages doesn't affect your eligibility for survivor benefits related to a previous marriage, though. Oh, okay. Got it. So uh, children may also be eligible for survivor benefits in certain cases, I've heard. Uh, Tell us about that. How does that work? Yes, yes. So children of a worker who has died may be eligible to collect some survivor benefits up to 75% of what their deceased parent was either receiving or would have received from Social Security. Now, as of July of 2022, almost 2 million children were receiving some kind of survivor benefit through Social Security. That's a huge number. And, you know, um, children may receive those survivor benefits uh, if they're both unmarried and under the age of 18. Okay, so They may also be slightly older if they're still attending elementary or secondary school on a full-time basis, but that eligibility ends at high school graduation uh, or the age of 19 years and two months, whichever is first. Funny little intricacies here. Um, Those disabled because of a condition that happened before the age of 22 may also qualify for survivor benefits, Tony. And lastly, stepchildren who meet any of the criteria I shared above um, may also qualify in certain situations. And so when you apply for a survivor benefit on behalf of a child, you'll be required to provide proof of the relationship with the deceased. And usually a birth certificate or adoption record is usually sufficient. Um, The interesting thing to note here, Tony, is just tell the Social Security Department everything about your situation, and they're going to help you figure out the best you know, course of action. Right. Yeah, that's good advice. And speaking of advice, uh, let's take a moment here to let our listeners know once again how they can get a hold of you. What's that phone number and web address? Sure thing. So you always get a hold of us at 541-773-9567 or visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com. All right. And we're going to keep rolling here. Now, we've been talking about the ins and outs of Social Security survivor benefits. This has been an interesting one. What do you have for us next? Okay, so let's stick with the Social Security theme uh, by next looking at when may be the right time to file for you. Okay, and so as we've discussed on previous shows, and as just about every single financial services professional will tell you, figuring out when you should begin taking Social Security benefits is probably one of the biggest financial decisions you're ever going to make. I mean, after all, your decision will determine how much money you receive each month for the duration of your entire retirement. And, you know, as many of our listeners probably know, the earliest you can file Social Security benefits is the age of 62. But filing at that age means that you're going to be hit with a reduction of about 30% in your monthly payment. And don't forget, Tony, that that reduction is permanent, which means that this decision um, that you're going to make is something you want to give a lot of thought to. Well, for sure. In addition to that whopping reduction of 30%, what are some other good reasons to wait to file? Yep. So while not everyone is in the position to delay their filing, if you can do so, it's going to provide you with some financial benefits depending on how long you live. Okay. And you can delay filing up to the age of 70. And the longer you wait, the more money you're going to receive each month. And for some folks working past their earliest filing date, can result in additional savings of several hundred dollars a month. And and let me just give you an example, Tony. If um, let's say your full retirement age is 67, and let's say that it would result in a monthly benefit of about $1,600, okay? If you chose to file early at the age of 62, 
you're going to be, you know, staring at a 30% reduction, which means that your benefit is going to drop by almost $500 down to $1,120 a month. And you got to ask yourself, would $500 in everything that we're trying to purchase today go a long way? Of course it would. So an extra $500 a month is nothing to sneeze at today, especially for groceries, gas, utilities. That's exactly right. Now, Tony, on the flip side, right? If you wait until the age of 70, you're going to receive 124% of the full retirement amount. And so that means that that monthly payment could go up to closer to $2,000 a month. Wow. Okay. Uh, huge difference. Okay. Than if you would have just taken it at the age of 62. Now, the interesting thing here that I have a conversation with so many people about is nobody can predict with complete accuracy where the stock market and the economy are heading, right? And if the market sinks or if the economy enters a recession, it could have some very short-term implications on your retirement finances. And if you're running behind on your savings goals, the opportunity for significantly higher monthly social security benefits may entice you to start filing or to delay. And that's just a conversation that you need to have with your advisor. So with everything you've talked about so far, Nick, how does somebody actually determine what social security strategy is going to be right for them then? Yeah. So, so like with most pieces of our financial lives and questions that we ask like that, the answer is obviously that uh, one size does not fit all. You, you need to sit down with an advisor and talk to them about your individual circumstances and goals. Um, you know, a lot of it deter is determined by your savings levels. Um, if you haven't saved enough, then that's going to change some things significantly. Or if you have a very, very nice nest egg, you know, um, that's going to change the, the direction that you take as well. So I would just urge our listeners, Tony, to sit down with somebody and really dive into the numbers and figure out before they start filing which option's best for them. Sure. So what are some of the benefits of working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, when it comes to Social Security? Sure thing. So most financial advisors should know the intricacies of the program pretty well. Um, listeners, you might know this, but we probably do, I don't know, Tony, six to eight social security um, presentations uh, a year on the radio. That's how many different intricacies there are. And so the important thing here is making sure you're sitting down with somebody that knows all the details and knows and is up to date on all the different changes so that they can help you. Um, and, um, if they have some resources like we do in house that allows them to produce some nice, um, you know, projections for you, like our social security maximization report does all the better, get everything in writing if you can. All right. Well, this has been a great show. We're out of time. Let our listeners know one more time before we go, how they can get a hold of you. Sure thing. So the best way to do that is just go to our website at jonesfinancialtalk.com or give us a call at 541 seven seven three nine five six seven all right and that does it for today's episode of jones financial talk with our host nick jones. thank you for listening to jones financial talk don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan for more information please contact nick jones at jones and associates premier financial solutions call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Nick Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.